welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss all the trending news for the third week of August 2021. And to help break everything down is our co-host Tristan Phillipson. How are you doing today? Doing good, man. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, been working a lot since I came back from vacation. Everyone else is now going on vacation, so I've been working a lot more than normal. But uh, I'm, I'm still here alive, so we're ready to go. Yeah, that's what matters. How about you? What, what have you been doing the last two weeks? Anything exciting? Not much, man. I've been working, been watching some movies. That's pretty much it. Playing Pokemon, playing quite a bit of Pokemon. That's, uh, that's all I've been doing, really. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I still find time to watch movies in between my shifts. I've been watching a lot of the Studio Ghibli films, because I'm doing a ranking on that in a week or so. So, it's good movies to throw in in between shifts, because they're just nice and chill. Yeah, they're pretty fun. I still gotta watch quite a few of the Studio Ghibli stuff, but the ones I've seen have all been pretty good. Yeah, I only got two left. I've almost seen them all. So. Oh, nice. Which two? Uh, the two most recent, I was going in chronological order, so I have The Princess of Kaguya and Earwig, those are the last two. Oh, okay. Yeah, Earwig is the newest one that came out earlier this year, and it's their first CGI one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, apparently people didn't like it, uh, I guess. People yeah, I think I've heard the CGI one wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was new, though. I thought that was, I thought they tried that, like, back when CGI was first becoming a big. No, no, they uh, they finally tried it to this year, and I think that's why people hated it, because they were, like, the last animation studio to do CGI. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're normally known for, like, their drawn 2D animation, so. Yeah. I mean, Cartoon Saloon, is that CGI? Like, Wolfwalker? Huh? That's true, yeah. All that's 2D animation, so, uh, yeah, I imagine that would be one of them as well. Yeah. And then I also just watched the Suicide Squad, which you saw as well, Trist. I did. I saw that on Tuesday in the theater. Oh, yeah. You went there for the Tuesday ticket? Man, I had a Tuesday off. I had to do it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I worked this Tuesday, so I didn't go to any movies. Uh, but I'm off. My only day off next week is on Tuesday. So, yeah, that, I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to go to the theaters. I don't even yeah. know what I'm going to watch yet. I looked at what they were showing on Tuesday. It doesn't look anything great, but uh, I'll just throw we'll something watch Jungle up. Cruise. Um, yeah, well, that's not on. I'm going to like the, 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 the cheap one for three bucks on Tuesday. Oh, I see. So I think they got like, um, I don't know. They, they, they have Cruella, but that's out in like two weeks on Disney+. Plus. I just don't see the reason of watching it now. Um, and, then, um, and then they have Conjuring 3, the, the, the Purge movie. I don't know. Uh, we might pick something. Andrew's been wanting to watch The Green Knight forever. Oh, yeah. That one looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah no, it I saw the trailer for that one. I went to watch Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah The Green Knight looks really good. We're going to watch Coda later this week because uh, it just came out on the Apple streaming service. Oh, everyone's favorite streaming service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's favorite service. The one that I totally did not forget existed until you just mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which, like, the thing with Apple is I think everything they make is good. It's just they don't make that much. So it's just I just don't see a point in ever f keeping the service. 
And they, they don't have any, like, library content at all either. So they're not like, oh, yeah. I watch all the new stuff. Oh, let's go watch this movie I missed a couple years back. Or, oh, let's rewatch that. I remember watching that when I was a kid and really liking it. They don't have any, like, legacy content or, you know, movies you can catch up on if you miss them. It's only the new stuff. So once you've seen the new stuff or it doesn't appeal to you, there's no reason for the service. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Apple, exactly. It's like... I feel like you can easily it. blow through everything you'd ever care about Apple in one month. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think if you like don't have never had Apple, I, I think it's a good one to get for a month. It's got some relatively good shows. I watched one of them and I thought it was pretty solid. Um, yeah, I heard her last was really good. And then it has Wolfwalkers. It has Coda, which right now a lot of people are saying is one of the best films that has been released this year so far, which, you know, um, might not be the highest of praise, but, you know, yeah. this was the year. Yeah, have those people seen Space Jam too? Yeah, uh, you know, it had Godzilla v. Kong, baby, so it must, must have well, been that's, good. Well, that's probably my favorite of the year so far. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, my favorite so far, do, do we count Juice and the Black Messiah? Does that count? Um, Sure, why not? Okay, well then, well then that'd be my favorite so far. I, I do really yeah, like No, no, I don't count that. <laughs> just like never mind i take that back um but yeah like, like they have good stuff like code i've heard is really good and we're excited to see it but it's just hard to keep the service uh, like even disney plus yeah. i don't think they have that much great new content but their library is phenomenal like they just have so many yeah, good yeah. old content yeah exactly yeah like i don't use disney plus to watch any of their new stuff their, their new stuff doesn't interest me but just their old library. Like they got so many classic animation films. They got a bunch of Coens, Wes Anderson. Yeah, it's a good service. For at least it's library. I did end up watching Loki. Have you watched that trust? I have not seen Loki yet. No. Unbelievable. You're the Disney guy. You're supposed to be the one telling me how it is. Don't worry. Jada's watched it though. <laughs> okay I'll, I'll have a conversation with jada about it uh, let's get her on the podcast uh well what she's is, downstairs did, if you watch she'd, she'd love to join <laughs> did she like it uh yeah from my understanding I think she liked it i it's crazy to me that kids would like it i i didn't like it uh, well i there's stuff i liked but i didn't love it because i just thought it was like so boring like it wasn't like fun or exciting or wild it was just like them talking about time the whole show um yeah she didn't seem to love it but she seemed to like it like when i asked her if she liked it, she was yeah it was good oh, okay yeah I, um, I, guess, I guess that's how i am too eh, it was good I, I i liked it for what it was i thought it was gonna be more like you know loki traveling to different timelines like it's i thought i was hoping every episode be him going to a new timeline and like it's like wild and wacky in some different aspect but now it was I don't know. I thought it was going to be crazier than it was. It was kind of, I guess it was just... How many, but the real question, went: how many times did Owen Wilson say wow? Uh, actually, no joke, Tristan. I watched it because I was curious and I wanted to count it myself. So I did count it, Tristan. Okay. Did you want to take a wild guess as to how many times he said it? Because I do know it. Zero. My guess zero. Is zero. Yeah, yeah. He said it zero times. Like, not even by like an accident in one sentence? No. Oh, well, maybe like he slipped it or like maybe he mouthed the word uh but i i didn't pick up on it i didn't hear a wow at all and yeah i, I was pretty bummed by that i was really hoping honestly that was one of the main reasons i was watching i would decide to watch it i was like man i like going to wilson i want to see him say wow yeah you should you should go is Owen wilson have any movies in theaters right now <laughs> no he's not see. No, he doesn't do that many movies anymore. 
Um, I imagine he's in French Dispatch because he's in every single Wes Anderson movie. So I guess he'll be in that. Because Wes Anderson knows a good actor when he sees it. That's right. Yeah. And I'm sure it's just a cameo. I, I don't think I, he's not one of the major characters. Yeah. So. It's surprising that he, he came out to do Loki. You're right. He doesn't do too much anymore. No, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah he does not. I guess he, he probably just really want to be a part of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like a thing for actors now. You know what I mean? Just like have like a character in that universe. Well, I just think the MCU just pays a boatload. So I think everybody, every actor and actress wants to be in it because it sounds like it's that's uh, also true. Pretty that decent also pay, true. and like also I think it's decent pay, and they know that at the very most it's just going to be boring. Like none of their films are atrociously terrible that like it could like ruin their reputation. It's either and you also you also know that millions upon millions of people are going to be watching it. Right, yeah. you know what I mean, like you know for sure you're gonna be in a scene known product. Like people are gonna watch this movie. Yeah. So at the very least, unless you do a terrible acting job, your stock as an as an actor should should go up, right? Just because your your name recognition will go up. Exactly, and like you're not doing a film where the script sucks or it's just absolutely terrible and it makes no sense. Like you you know you're with competent filmmakers that at the very worst you're in a boring project at the very best you're in a landmark film that people are talking about for years. So yeah, I think there's not that much risk to do an MCU movie. It seems like it's no risk and plenty of chance for rewards. So yeah, I think everybody would be down to do an MCU movie. I yeah, kinda wish I can't an actual movie. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I like Loki. It was fine. Um, Owen Wilson was great in it as always. I think he might've been my favorite character. Owen Wilson's always my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't come to yeah. It's not really a surprise for anybody. Well, except for Cars too, then probably Francesca. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for that movie, yeah. Owen's the bell, the best in all in all of them. Um, but anyways, uh, what was your thoughts on Suicide Squad? We can quickly talk about that. I liked it a lot. I didn't love it though. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. A lot of people in my f- film group that I'm in love it like they think it's the best film well okay they they don't think it's the best film ever but they a lot of people are saying it's uh in their top five or top ten superhero films of all time it's phenomenal uh i yeah i had a good time with it i had a very fun time i definitely had some favorite characters i definitely had some characters that i couldn't stand um yeah so as a whole i thought it was a relatively fun time andrew didn't like it at all it's just she she didn't have a good time. Uh, no, it won't be an Andrew movie. For no, sure. yeah, I would not say this is an Andrew movie. Um, I, I liked. I there's no characters I absolutely hated. I can't remember. I liked quite a few of the characters. But there's, yeah. there's no characters I absolutely hated by any means. Yeah, John Cena's um, character is probably the one I cared for the least. Oh, sorry, who did you care for the least? Probably John Cena's character was that Peacemaker. Yeah, a Peace. Uh, yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah, I actually, um, would push back on that. I was going in expecting John Cena to be one of my least favorite because I'm not a John Cena fan. But I think this is the best John Cena performance I've seen, which is very few. I've seen him in like four minutes. I think I'll have seen him nine more. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. Do we... Maybe not. I mean, he played pretty much the same role in both. Okay. Um, but I think Peacemaker had some of the funniest lines, uh, which isn't so much due to John Cena, but more so due to just the script. I think uh, James Gunn did a good job at writing his character I, I think he did a bad job with writing some other characters but i think uh some of his lines is hilarious where he was like 
uh, where someone's like, oh, aren't you here to, like, keep peace? Like, oh, I'm here to keep peace so, so badly, I'd kill any man, woman, or child to keep, uh, to get it. That's true. Wait, which, like, that which, that's my favorite line of the whole movie. That got me, where he's like, I love peace so much, I'd kill anyone. <laughs> like, that's awesome. And it definitely foreshadows his character's arc in the film uh yeah he would do anything to keep and it also makes fun of the like american military doing peacekeeping missions in the middle east oh yeah right the whole thing of you know it also makes fun of that so yeah that's a pretty funny line yeah oh yeah no definitely yeah it's it's very tongue-in-cheek with a lot of the stuff so i thought peacekeeper as a character was great and i thought john cia did a good enough job playing it so i liked him uh, but I think we, I think everybody and their mother agrees that, uh, well, not Polkadot's mother, but their own mothers would agree that King Shark's the best. King, King Shark's awesome, yeah. I not love King Shark. Not even close, Tristan, by far and above my favorite party. I loved him. I, I And everyone loved him. Like, he's, he's, yeah, he's pretty, pretty well loved by everybody. Yeah, and uh, even Andrea, the person who famously does not like this movie, absolutely loved King Shark. She would be on her phone, and as soon as she'd hear King Shark's voice, she'd uh, put her phone down and get all excited, because she, she loved that guy. Yeah, he's fantastic. No, yeah, he's really fun. Uh, Polka Dot's really fun. Oh, uh, yeah. I really like Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man is probably a solid number two. Yeah, I think it goes King Shark, and then... <sighs> I, I, like might, I, might, I might have Peacekeeper, or... Keys- peacemaker as my second favorite like him and polka dot are close for me i really i thought he had a few just perfect lines for me mostly just the the murdering everybody to get peace i thought that line killed me but yeah polka dot's I, really good i really liked polka dot man yeah, i thought he was awesome me too and i really liked how he uh I really liked how his power is just throwing polka dots i think that's really fun and wacky uh and i liked the wackiness of the movie. I think the characters yeah. and the powers and just how unimportant the story really is. The world isn't dying. The world isn't about to blow up. Like it's nothing crazy. Uh, and I like the low stakes cause that's why the suicide squad would be there. So I, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Um, do we want to do like a quick, like few minutes of spoilers or just that, that's it. We're going to um, go. I'm down for some spoiler talk if you want to. Yeah, give a, give a hefty spoiler yeah, warning. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll do a quick spoiler warning if you haven't seen it yet, uh, which a few people haven't. It looks like it did not do the best in the box office, so you probably haven't seen it. Uh, maybe just skip like a few minutes. Um, so we are going to get into spoilers now. And I just want to talk about the first 20 minutes, Tristan. That was the best part of the film. I, was, I saw the first 20 minutes and went, holy shit, this might be like one of the best like top 30 superhero films ever maybe like this is a really fun time uh, and then it really slowed down for me but the beginning was awesome yeah was he i think when i saw the beginning obviously we're spoilers so we don't have to beat it on the bush here he's talking about the part obviously when the one task force goes in and gets absolutely just fucking destroyed yeah right they, they get beaten and battered real bad yeah right when i saw that happen and i saw all those characters just die right i think they did it to show that they're willing to kill anybody and everybody right a well-known a well-known character, you know, that people recognize, like Captain Boomerang, killed him. A well-known actor that everyone loves and recognizes, like a um, Pete Davidson, killed him. Right? They're doing something that they'll kill anybody and everybody. Right when I saw that scene of all everybody die, I'm like, oh, I see what's going to happen here. They're going to kill everybody in the beginning, and then we're going to have about an hour and a half of nobody dying, yeah. and like one or two people die at the end, and that'll be the movie. And I called it to a fucking T. Yeah. Right when I saw that big mass murder spree, I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing. They're, they're, they're appeasing us now, killing everybody off, and then in the last like 20 minutes, they'll kill one or two more off, and that'd be the movie. 
and it was exactly what happened. And I, that was probably for me. I love that scene. The scene was amazing. Uh, but it was also like uh, I see the direction they went with it, and I was hoping they would have gone the other way with it, where they wouldn't have a big mass murder. They just be killing people randomly throughout the whole film. Um, and they, they unfortunately they went like killing a bunch of unimportant characters we haven't developed at all, and then saving a couple more deaths for the end with developed characters, and that. And it was good, but it wasn't as wacky and spontaneous, and you never know who's going to die next or when they're going to die as I was, I was hoping it was. Right. I was hoping that every scene and every turn, you never know is someone going to die here. You know, every life and death situation, you're sort of thinking, is this an actual life and death situation? And they, uh, unfortunately, it, it, it kind of went a little more, a little more stereotypical in my mind. I feel like I've seen movies like that before, when they say they're going to kill anybody and they don't, and they kill like one or two people at the end just to appease the crowd. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest disappointment. I think was was the amount of deaths. But that one opening scene was freaking amazing. Yeah, no, I I agree. Movie. The opening scene was so good that it was almost at the cost of the entire movie. Like I definitely think after that 20 minute mark it's fine i i have a good time with most of the film uh i have a good time with some of the characters but really after the 20 minutes they removed half the cast in such an epic way that it makes the rest of the film just like a traditional superhero film like yeah they did feel like they were immune for the second part of the film up until the last 30 minutes they killed one or two of them but I never once thought, oh my gosh, is Harley Quinn going to die? Like she, at that first 20 minutes, who knows now? Like I know I pretty much knew everybody was okay for a bit. So I agree. It was an mm-hmm. epic moment that might've hurt the film as a whole, but I think the 20 minutes alone, like I might just throw that on every now and then and watch just that beginning. It was so epic and it really wraps up into a perfect story where the main hero in that 20 minutes is that long haired blonde guy. I don't know much about these superheroes, unfortunately. I know Harley Quinn and King Shark. Those are the only names I know. But Well, I was really excited that finally, after years of me waiting, Arm Fall Off Man finally got his theatrical debut, yeah. baby. It freaking happened. I was so stoked when I saw Arm Fall Off Man. Yes, I was waiting for him to show up. Yeah, no, was he was great. Happy. Yeah, it was it was a great first twenty minutes because uh, he's like the lead character, the 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 old blonde hair, the ball guy. throwing guy, right? Yeah, the ball throwing guy. Uh, he throws the ball and kills a bird in the very first scene. Then they go through his journey of joining the Suicide Squad. They go on the beach. They all die. He swims away, and you think, okay, well, he's like the lead character. He then gets his head blown up by uh, Viola Davis, and then a bird lands on top of his head and starts eating him. And it was like a kind of a circle of life for his character arc for the 20 minutes. Like, it was such a fun segment that felt like it was just a fun short. Like, it was really cool. Yeah, I was kind of wishing that they would keep up that. I know you can keep up the speed of that first 20 minutes because they were killing people fast and furious. Yeah. But I was hoping that they, that they would keep up the, the wacky and zaniness, the stupid powers like arm fall off, man, and they, uh, you know, crap like that. Like, that sort of zaniness the entire way throughout. Um, but what the main story was about was really just like a more, a fairly more generic team of superheroes. You know, the guy that's really good at shooting things and is real mysterious, the big strong man. You know, like, like all, all your, your yeah, normal. yeah, I agree. The fun, wacky characters were the ones that died early, except for Polka Dot Man. He was really the only unique one, really. Yeah, and I guess the Rat Girl, Rat Catcher, too. Yeah, yeah, her her power was definitely unique enough. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, I the arm fall off guy, like, man, him just smacking their faces was so funny. 
Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was a really, really great 20 minutes. Like, uh, might be my favorite scene in 2021 yet. Like, it was a really fun beginning. It's got to be one of the best openers to a movie I've seen in a while. Yeah, for, for a while, definitely. Yeah, no, it was right. really This might go all the way back to 09 with Up, you know, until you get an opening scene that's good. Solid movie. I, I still had a really good time with it. Uh, I'll quickly say... I hate Harley Quinn in this movie. This is who I, I knew. I didn't, I didn't hate Harley Quinn by any means. I felt like she just, she felt too normal. She didn't feel weird at all in this movie. She felt like, 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 like a normal female who can fight really well. She felt yeah. just like a spy or whatever. Yeah. She, I, she, I hated her and James Gunn, great writer. Clearly he, I think King Shark is extremely likable. I think Peacemaker's quotes are hilarious. Like he's really good at writing certain characters. Uh, maybe they should have had someone else. Like maybe the person that wrote Birds of Prey, I thought her dialogue was uh, more clever there because I thought Harley Quinn's lines were cringy and terrible. And I hate, yeah, I just, everything about her was the worst. I was, I she, couldn't she, for her. She was die. the weakest part of the movie for me also. Yeah. Um, I like, I like Bloodsport. He's just Alba's character. I like Bloodsport. No, I actually liked him too. I was worried he was just going to be Will Smith's character, but uh, I thought... He was interesting enough to not seem boring. I think he's would probably be like my bottom three of the cast, but I just think aside from Harley Quinn, the rest of the cast is great. So it's not really a disservice to uh, Bloodsport. Yeah, but he was fine. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, yeah. Aside from Harley Quinn, everyone else is either whatever or really good. Uh, yeah, Harley Quinn's the only one that drove me nuts. Like I think her very first line was, "Oh, sorry, I was late. I had to take a number two. and I and Andrew turned to look at me, and it was like the first first like what 10 minutes in the movie this was still in the awesome 20 minute segment unfortunately that's part of the segment uh angel looked at me and she was like this is the movie you made us watch tonight like man yeah she was terrible yeah yeah it was the writing for her margaret robbie's still great um, oh no disrespect to margaret robbie and i still think she's great as harley quinn i hot take i still think she's really fun in birds of prey i really liked her character i thought her writing was pretty fun in that uh, yeah, I just think her writing was atrocious in this, and Harley yeah, Quinn. Yeah, the writing. It was the writing of this one. I also think like maybe the plot that she went on. It, like, why oh, did yeah. she need her own side plot? I, I I didn't like how you know I wish she would be like part of the team rather than have her yeah. own side plot. Like pretty much all the major scenes of Harley Quinn was her on her own doing her own thing. Yeah. Um, and I feel like maybe that's because they want to make her like more of an independent character, and not like tied to teams or to the Joker. And make I agree. More of an individual standalone character. But that's why she had her own individual standalone movie, which then they decided to make into a team movie also. Why they did that, I don't know. This movie was a team movie. Why are we having entire side storylines of characters that aren't part of any sort of team? You know what I mean? Like, like, like that's what... I also didn't like how... I think that also really was a detriment to her character because the entire scenes were focusing on her. So the scene was a little boring. We know exactly who the fuck I'm blaming on. And every scene she was in was real boring. So we knew exactly who to blame it on, right? Because she's the only named character in these scenes. That's but I also point. think that was another detriment to her, her that's, character. That's a fair point to even consider, that the film has a lot of fun jokes, but the film has a lot of duds. Like, I think this film had a lot of jokes that I stopped and looked at Andrea and was like, that was not funny. That was really, like, awkward and cringy. Like, that was just kind of, like, stupid. But Yeah, um, the movie goes to that cringe. Yeah, but, like, if everyone's sharing those awkward, stupid jokes uh, because they're in an ensemble scene together, and Harley Quinn for a good portion of the first half of the film is all on her own. So if she makes a super awkward joke, uh, it's really just dead airtime on her and it just makes her look like she's much more painful of a character. So I think that's a good point. I didn't really think of, yeah, her being alone uh, was 
the probably the most boring parts of the film. Yeah, and I think that's why her character felt so bad. Yeah. Where like like you know, Bloodsport or Peacekeeper or Rick Flag, even the other characters were probably weren't they weren't as great as King Shark or Polka Dot Man in my mind, or even Ratcatcher too, who I liked a lot more. Um, they're still good characters. And so the moments that they had were great. They were really great because they were all about them. But in the moments they had that weren't as fun or weren't as entertaining, they were fine because King Shark was standing beside them. You know what I mean? Or they had other other characters to bounce off of and play off of. But with, with Harley Quinn, um, when one of her cringy, terrible jokes didn't land, you fucking felt that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as a whole, I thought it was a fun film. I had a really good time. I recommend it for people, uh, especially people that watch superhero films. I think this is one of the most inventive superhero films in a while it was definitely unique yeah oh yeah it was for sure head and shoulders better than the 2016 one. Oh yeah well yeah <laughs> that's not a comparison although although quentin once again that was an oscar-winning movie do we think this movie's gonna win any oscars uh that's a good question i don't think so i think there's so many movies that aren't even out yet but like a lot of like big directors big stars coming out later this year uh i think it's gonna be a yeah. competition and it's tough because suicide squad the original one 2016 one obviously for costumes right you gotta think costumes and hair and makeup are gonna be like the best bets for this movie but with the dune coming out this year yeah you gotta think that's gonna be a lot of those are technical oscars at least be a big favorite to win all those technical oscars and even things like Macbeth, which obviously gonna have lots of costuming and, and you know period piece costumes and makeup those also tend to win those those sort of technical Oscars. So with two decently big movies coming out that are, look to be vying for those technical Oscars, a movie like this that might win other years when Oscar movies are more a, a drama-focused or character-focused or plot-focused rather than, you know, technical spectacles with, you know, period piece costumes or sci-fi costumes or whatever have you, I, I think it would be really tough for, for an outside Oscar movie to win even those technical categories this year. Yeah. They tend to have the best shot. So I can't, I can't see this movie winning any Oscars, unfortunately, which means that it will be always be less critically acclaimed than its 2016 counterpart. Yeah, that's true. And, and it'd be making less money, so it would literally be inferior in any way to the 2061 except for, like, ratings, because <laughs> people obviously like this more. But yeah. Yeah, uh, except for like, audience reception, you're right. This will be inferior in every way. Yeah, because it's going to be making way less money, too, which is crazy. Yeah. For sure, it's going to make way less money. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not even a question. But, um, oh, yeah, I think the costume is going to be a fun uh, category for this year. Yeah, Dune's going to be a big one. Tragedy Macbeth might be. There has not been photos yet of anything of the filming for it, so we don't even no, know. No, I was just doing like. a period piece. That's right. Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just going off that, awesome. we're assuming so. Uh, then French Dispatch has a wide array of outfits, and uh, I've been hearing a lot of hype for Cruella. A lot of the critics have been saying that uh, yeah. they think it should be going for it. So apparently, we haven't seen it yet, but apparently it's gorgeous. I mean, even like for the costumes and stuff. Yeah. In all fairness, you're making a movie about a fashion design. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, costume. it's about fashion. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think there's I think there's a lot of tight competition for the costume category, and unfortunately, that just does not spell good news for Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a uh, one topic that I wanted to bring into here, Tristan, have you heard of uh, Cineplex's new launch of the Cine Club? No, but by the sounds of it, I might like this. What is yeah, it? Yeah, it's uh, pretty interesting. So in the States, they have a lot of passes. You can have a monthly subscription where you can see movies in the theaters for cheaper. Yeah. Are we finally getting this in Canada? And we're finally getting it in Canada. It's not as great, but it's still uh, better than nothing. I'm pretty excited for this. And 
it was like a shadow launch. They announced it the day they launched it. They said, this is now a thing and you can get it right now. Like you can now get a Cineclub pass. And we'll tell so, what it is first, when did it come on? And so for, it's $9.99 a month, so uh, $10 a month, and you would get one free movie ticket a month to watch you know, a movie, uh, not in the VIP section, but just a, like a general admission ticket. You get one free ticket, and then any other tickets you buy will be $9.99. So it's pretty much, since you get one free ticket for the subscription, and then every future ticket would be $10, it's pretty much, instead of paying $14 a ticket, any day of the week, it's now $10 a ticket. That's, uh, that's not terrible. Yeah, so it's just discount. One thing I do like, though, and um, I feel like they should have been marketing more because I looked into this a lot, but the free ticket you get for each month, it says per month, but then underneath it says that the ticket uh, never expires. So you could get the subscription right now. And let's say there's not really any oh. good movies coming out until October 22nd, which is where my two favorite films, or well, the two that I'm most excited for, I could save two months in a row and I just got two free tickets to watch them both back to back. Yeah, or or say there's nothing playing in January because January is normally a dead month. Yeah, but come February, you want to take your girlfriend out to go see a movie. You can use both the tickets then, right? Can you use two at yep. once, like for the same yep. movie? So me and a friend can go, or no? Yep. Not only that, but even not even just the free ticket to buy a ticket, which is nine ninety nine per ticket. You can buy up to two for each movie, so you could buy a second one for someone else. You could just say, "Hey, buddy." Just give me like 10 bucks. Like, like I'll buy your ticket. I'll, I'll get it for a discount. So it, it incentivizes you to just bring other people and it's cheaper for everyone. That's pretty smart for them to do actually, right? Because the more people are bringing in, higher chance of selling concessions and that kind of thing. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. No concession discounts at nope. all. No, uh, uh, 20% off. 20% off. See that, even that's not bad. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a pretty solid pass. It's not bad at all. Uh, it just, a lot of list of stuff, but you just, Look at it as basically nine ninety nine a ticket. Like yeah, it's nine ninety nine to get it monthly. First ticket's free. Every ticket after that's nine ninety nine. Just flat out, it just makes every ticket ten bucks, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's not that's not terrible. I'll probably I'll probably end up picking that up for sure. Yeah, I was even saying to Andrea, uh, I might just get it right now. Do the nine ninety nine a month for the next four months, and then once it's January, when it's the dead period, you can just cancel it any time with no issue. Just cancel it, and then just uh, reorder it in August, and then do it again for four months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it, it seems pretty clean. It's, it seems like a pretty good way to go. Um, and Cineplex is pretty much everywhere in Canada. If you live here, this is big news for us because it's like every yeah, theater. They're, they're they're all over the place. Yeah, unfortunately, they pretty much have a monopoly here. It's honestly, it's pretty, it's pretty unfortunate. Landmark is now coming in, seems to be like a big competitor. I've never actually been to a Landmark theater. There's not one here. We have a, uh, not even a Cineplex, we have a freaking Galaxy, which is like owned by Cineplex. It was like the cheaper end of a Cineplex theater. So it's like a, like a crappy Cineplex is what it is. Right, and they also said in this article that Landmark has come out and also stated that they're starting their own pass soon, um, which I, from the sounds of it, they announced it a while ago. Um, but it's, yeah, they're also going to be doing their own loyalty program for the monthly fee. I have a feeling it's probably going to be fairly similar to the... To the uh, yeah, I imagine one. it would be similar. But yeah, uh, that's not too bad. And uh, with, that, with all these discounts, including the free ticket and everything, it also goes towards your scene points, which, you know... Uh, that, I don't fun. have a scene card. 
you know how many times I go to the movie theaters and I don't have a scene card? I probably could have gotten so many free tickets by now. I have a scene card. Um, I just sometimes forget that I have one and I don't use it. But I do have a scene card. Which, you know, I believe if you, every 10 movies, you get like a free movie, basically. That's kind of how it is. Yeah, it's pretty much the way it goes. So, still, that's pretty solid. And the fact that it would count towards this, uh, that's pretty sweet as well. So yeah, uh, not too bad at all. I think uh, pretty good. I'll definitely sign up for it. Uh, and it's funny because on then on the flip side of things, Tristan, uh, AMC, the uh, the American, uh, the, the, one of the big American movie chains, yeah. uh, they just like reannounced that they're now increasing their price of tickets. So um, quite a difference the two uh, countries have in their movies for this week. Yeah, but the AMC one's pretty sweet, though. I think it's like 20 bucks a month, but you get three movie tickets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You, yeah, you get three the AMC a week, one I mean. is crazy, yeah. You get, like, three movie tickets a week, I think it is, or something insane. Yeah, something nuts. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers. I, I would definitely get that. That'd be crazy. Oh, yeah. They, 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 this, one's, this one's, like, a... It's basically, like, a, a decent way to get cheaper movie tickets. Yeah. Um, that one's, like, a, basically a, a movie theater subscription service, which is yeah, insane. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, yeah, this Cineplex... Uh, part uh, yeah. card. It's like a loyal part membership. Thing. Exactly, it's pretty much just you can get it for a cheaper price. Like it's still ten bucks to see a movie. Like it's nothing crazy good, but it's better than just not having it. So you might as well get it. It's not going to incentivize people to go to the theaters. It's just going to you know, uh, it's just just a nice bonus whenever you go. Yeah, exactly. Now, speaking of AMC, did you hear their new deal with Warner Brothers for the year twenty twenty two? Um, I haven't. It's going to be a 45-day exclusivity window. Okay, yeah, 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 that was the deal. I assume so. I I think every theater train is going to be, I mean, every movie show is going to have now. Prior to pandemic, it was 90-day exclusivity window. I think after pandemic, we're going to be seeing a 45-day exclusivity window, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, I, I like any sort of exclusivity window only because I love the theatrical experience. And I like movie theaters in general. And I believe that they should have some sort of exclusivity window. Yeah, I think 45 um, is actually the perfect number. I think that's yeah, a good amount. Exactly. I feel like come 90 days, most people have kind of forgotten and just don't care yet. But 45 days is where if you want to see the movie in theaters, you've seen it in theaters. If you're just kind of, eh, maybe I'll go catch that movie. Oh, it's on HBO now. Oh, it's on Netflix now. I'll just watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think 45 days is a good enough window yeah, I, I have no problem with that. I think that's totally... Yeah, if the movie's in the theater for a month and a half and you haven't seen it yet, you're not going to go. Like, really. No. So No, they ask that most movies make, like, 60% of the earnings in the first three weekends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 they make the absolute the vast majority of the earnings in the first three weekends. After that, they, they make, you know... It's nicety after that. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of pointless. Um, so, yeah, I think 45... Really, they should have done this years ago. 45 makes by far more sense. But I'm glad they kind of fixed it there. Uh, good to see them in the theaters again. I, I, I liked this 2021 idea because I could watch them immediately. But yeah, I think 45 is a good amount. And then did you hear this story that was trending, Tristan? That Robin from the Batman comics comes out as bisexual. Uh, Tim Drake uh, has come out as bisexual. There are multiple Robins, Quentin. Okay, my bad, my bad. One specific Robin. Lay some fucking respect. Yeah, sorry, right. sorry, Tim Drake. Yeah. You think a man named Dick is going to be gay? Come on. Dick Grayson is as straight as they come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 
Uh, I don't know why this is big news for people, though. I think a boy that's walking around in, like, skin-tight clothes uh, following some older guy, uh, I thought it was pretty clear he was bisexual. Yeah, it's yeah. basically Call Me By Your Name, but less creepy. Yeah, it is basically Call Me By Your Name, except Batman doesn't yeah. want to, like, eat his skin. And actually entertaining, not boring as shit. <laughs> Whoa, you didn't, like, Call Me By Your Name? Not at all. That <laughs> movie sucked. Wow, I thought you... Wow, I'm actually kind of surprised, because... As we discussed in the last uh, ranking podcast for the movies, uh, you liked uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and I kind of thought they kind of had similar vibes. Nah, Portrait of a Lady on Fire was way better. No, no, I agree. I much prefer Portrait of a Lady on Fire, yeah, but I, I, still, I still like Call Me By Your Name, so I thought nah. you would have still liked it as well. The only thing I like to Call Me By Your Name, and it, it, I don't like the movie, but I, I absolutely respect it. I have nothing but respect for Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. That man, he, he's, he's going to be one of the greats of our generation, I believe. I think he's insanely talented um army hammer did fine in it i also one thing i couldn't get over was how much freaking older he was yeah that bothered me to no end i couldn't get over that like this i thought i thought it was his dad like, like he was so much older i couldn't get over and that bothered me to no end i'm like this is too creepy i think they were like 17 or something like that in the movie. yeah no that's fair creepy. he was definitely uh the, the age gap was a bit awkward and no one no one else even questioned it everyone was like yeah I'm like are you what this guy's like a pedophile it's fucking weird <laughs> I hate that. He was in high school, right? He was on. He was, he was yeah. during summer break in high school. Yeah, because he was, like, was a grown ass man. Yeah. yeah, I that part I couldn't get over. And I, other fair. than that, it was just boring and long. And I, I did not like Iron. Yeah, no, I didn't mind it. I I liked the summer vibes, the Italy aspect. Uh, I just thought it was like such a nice vibe of a movie. Uh, and I just love to meet the shell. I, mean, I agree with you. I think he's a fantastic actor. And I do get excited. Uh, very few actors I like get stoked when I hear they're in a movie. But when I heard Timothy Chalamet is in a movie, I get like a little excited because I just, he's never been in a bad project. He's like Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, well, well, according to me, according to you, he's been in a bad project. And that project is Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was terrible. Who, Timothy but, uh, Chalamet? Yeah. Yeah, but I find for the most part, Timothy Chalamet is pretty much only in, like, good movies. So I get excited when I hear he, he agreed to do a project. Uh, I like him. Oh, and I like him for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think he's great. Yeah, I like him. Have you seen that Beautiful Boy? I have not, but Andrew really wants to see it. Oh, you guys should. It's way better. Yeah, it's Timothy Chalamet and Steve Carell, right? Yeah, you replace a cannibal with Steve Carell. You know it's going to be better. Yeah, yeah, we love those two. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Yeah, so I'm sure that'll be great. Uh, I, should, I should watch that one soon. And Xiaomi's in quite a few movies this year. Him and Driver are in uh, quite a They're having a good back half of the year. Yeah, they are. Speaking of Driver, the uh, Annette just came out. I don't know if you've seen that, Trist. Oh, I, I had no idea it was out yet, and I assumed it wasn't going to be out for a while. So, yeah, just, uh, oh, it just I came out this seen. week. Oh, okay. I don't think it's playing at the theater near me. My theater doesn't get anything unless it's, you know, yeah. a big blockbuster. Like I said, I have a, I have a small ass theater here. Yeah, this yeah, was uh, yeah, this was the week for Tristan movies. Uh, Annette the musical and uh, Kissing Booth three. It, this was your week. It's Tristan. been a good week, man. It's been a good week. Uh, I think some good movies have finally been coming out. I'm excited for Coda. Suicide Squad was great. I've heard Annette's pretty interesting. I've heard it's uh, I've heard it's weird. Uh, Kissing Booth three, <laughs> what a banger! Few weeks we got. Yeah, uh, instead of playing Annette, the theater here has decided to play Jungle Cruise as a new movie this week. Nice. And Free Guy. Free Guy's PG. 
I guess so. I've heard that they want to make a franchise out of it, so they're trying to probably reach out to kids as much as possible. Well, I don't think it's going to be played too much here. It's only been played, in, like, twice today, and it came out, like, this past weekend. Yeah. Where Suicide Squad's being played half a bajillion times. Yeah. Uh, well, so. it just came out, so maybe give it a few days, and they'll start having a big pile of opens for it. Um, yeah, I've heard that yeah. movie was really good. Yeah, I've... We've had some good movies lately. Did you hear that? Paw Patrol, Tristan, right now? Is that 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? I, I'm not surprised in the slightest. Yeah, I saw that stat and I was like, yeah, Tristan's going to be stoked to hear that. Paw Patrol, the movie, uh, it's still only pre-screened for critics. The critics love it, though. 100%. Damn right, baby. Damn right. Must be, they must have gave Rocky the lead role. That, that's why they love it. I would, I would hope so. So, you know, that's coming out in a week time, in a week's time. So, yeah, it's, it's been a good month so far for movies, I think. I think August has been one of the strongest months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, they just announced Citizen Kane is on Criterion. I know how excited you are for that, Trist. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting. Yeah, that's right. Um, but the uh, biggest story, really, uh, the, the last story I have here... And one that is crazy to me. Maybe you could walk me through this, Tristan, because I think you know more about this than I do. And this is the South Park deal. Oh, uh, I know, I know a little about this. Yeah, weird deal. This is the wildest deal I've ever heard. Like this deal makes no sense to me. Yeah, nine hundred million dollars. A nine hundred yeah. million dollar deal. That is insane to me for them to make. Uh, a few more seasons up until 2027, I believe. Uh, so I believe they're making six more seasons from the sounds of it, because they're going to do one every year, and 14 movies for $900 million, the South Park TV show. I, well, the 14 movies, they don't all have to be about South Park. They're just 14 movies from the creators of South Park. They could be about other, theoretically, but, you know newer original you know content they don't have to specifically 14 south park movies right uh, but yeah 14 wow. movies in six years that's crazy but this isn't even like the weirdest part about this deal one it's just a massive deal right but we've seen other deals like this before the weird part is about with a because uh, this is paramount plus who did this right yeah uh what's weird about it is though right now south park is already under an exclusivity deal with hbo max and so for the next like, two or three years of this deal, all this stuff's going to HBO Max first, then Paramount Plus. And it's only after the deal with HBO Max is over, then this deal with Paramount Plus continues. I don't even know that part. That's even weirder. Yeah, it's really weird. I, I like Maybe they're going to be going at the same time to HBO and Paramount, but they for sure have an exclusivity deal as of now with HBO Max that they can't get out of. So they're, they're, they're putting stuff to HBO Max, I'm assuming at the same time also going to Paramount Plus up until the deal of HBO Max is over, and then it'll just be on Paramount Plus. I, it's, it's weird. It's a really weird system that, that, that's going on here. Yeah, so they're, they're, they've announced that two of the 14 movies are dropping this year. Like They're going to drop two movies by the end of 2021. Are those two movies going to be on HBO Max? Like, could they just have the creators make something that's not South Park then and just have it on Paramount? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming if it's not South Park, probably go to Paramount right yeah, away. Yeah, so they probably have the. They probably were like, uh, do the non-South Park movies uh, first. By the way. Yeah. It's crazy probably. to me. Nine hundred million. I it doesn't make any hey. sense to me. 
It, it doesn't. Good, I, good, you know. for, good for uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the guys creating South Park. That Absolutely is, good for them. I don't know how much Big alcohol. The yeah. go, is what I, would I don't know how much uh, they liquored up Paramount Plus here to agree to this horrible deal. Uh, crazy. Good for them. Like I, I've never seen South Park. It does not look like my thing. It's really funny. It's really, really funny. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's funny. Really uh, and, and I believe, didn't well dog when we did the best film of every year didn't he have one of the years be a south park movie the the bigger longer cut yeah one of yeah um, well one of the movies i don't know which one it was called that's the only one, there's only one movie that's in now uh, is there uh only one like actual movie i think oh, okay. i know the other hour-length episode there's a pandemic pandemic that was like okay. a 45 minute episode. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he had that on his list. I've heard that movie's great. I've heard a few jokes. It's really it. funny. Yeah, it's a really good time. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm sure I would then, like it. I should watch their South Park movie that they've already made. And I'm down to watch these 14 movies. I'm not a big TV show guy. But if, the, if people tell me they're funny and if I like watch the first one or two and I really like it, like I'd be down to watch 14 I'm, I'm stoked for these. comedies yeah, for the next seven years. Yeah, I've never seen the show much. I play the video game, and the video game is freaking great. Also, their video games are awesome. Yeah, yeah I've heard really. those are good too. Yeah, no, I've heard nothing but good things from South Park. It just, uh, it's just the animation style. It just doesn't look interesting to me. You know why? The originally one, they made it out of cardboard. It was stop motion with a construction paper. Is what it was. I'm not originally. surprised because it looks like cardboard. Yeah, yeah it, it, the very first it's just like a cost saving measure, right? So they made yeah. it, it was stop motion with construction paper, which is honestly kind of cool. That is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, you see stop motion. Yeah, not I know, too often. I know logically anymore. they couldn't do it anymore because it'd just be way too much work. Um, but that would be cool if that was just like its thing. But yeah, I like it. No, uh, I'm down to watch them. I've heard they're genuinely funny stuff. So, they are. They're very yeah. like pop culture related, like, like like news. You know, like spoofing what's going on in society. Like yeah. with the pandemic special, right? You know what I mean? And yeah. then I know I heard that they had a vac- vaccination special later on. I haven't seen that one yet. Though. Okay. Uh, I'm yeah, sure so I'm great. I'm definitely cool. down to watch these 14 movies. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they're on Paramount Plus in Canada because we don't have the American one. Uh the Paramount Plus in Canada is absolute dog shit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not holding my breath for that. But you know, maybe they'll have it. <laughs> I'm assuming that someday they're gonna update it. But uh, like we don't have Big Brother yet on it. Apparently it's supposed to just be like CBS All Access, but in Canada. But we don't have Big Brother on there yet, which is like half yeah. the point of CBS All Access. Do we know that the Australian? Paramount Plus and Canadian Paramount Plus can't be used with VPN. I don't know the American one can't because it's a different like website. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. One. I didn't think of that. I'd assume it's the same issue. I think each one they make a new website, but we could definitely it's check. The only service I've ever heard of this done that. It I've is crazy. It is crazy. Every other service knows about the VPN, and they and and, and they. And like they have no issue with it. They like with open arms. Like remember Netflix? Remember years ago? They like recommended it. They were like, "Hey, we don't have this movie, but try, uh, but get a VPN, and you could find it in other countries." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they were openly like down for it. Like, yes, use the other countries because they can help you get better content on our service. Like, I, like this is crazy that Paramount Plus is doing it. It's a horrible decision. They could because Paramount Plus actually owns the content. I honestly feel like it might have something to do with Big Brother like live service. But like, couldn't they just give us the like their old seasons? Yeah, like they haven't even put those on. It's the most ridiculous system I've ever yeah, seen in my life. I genuinely and don't I'm get really it. I'm not mad about it. Yeah, because I would love to have actual Paramount Plus. It seems like a really great service. Yeah. No, I but agree. I agree. 
But uh, anyways, yeah, that's everything on my end here. The South Park deal still blows my mind. I, I'm actually excited to check out some of these 14 movies. I'll watch the two that come out this year. And if I like them, I'll check the rest of them out. Um, hopefully they come to the uh, Canadian Paramount Plus, Tristan. Who knows, though? Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, anything else on your interest? Anything you want to discuss? Are you picking up the uh, Cinepass soon? I probably will. Yeah. yeah. I keep calling it Cinepass. It's called Cineclub. Uh, I think Cinepass sounds nicer, though. But anyways. Yeah, but you don't get to the movie pass, though. Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. that line. That's probably it. Yeah, I guess it's a little too similar with the word pass. Okay, I got you now. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, sounds like a good, good deal. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for one of those kind of things to come to Canada. Yeah, it literally just dropped yesterday, so it's it's uh, it's pretty new. It just came out, and it, it should be good. I'm yeah, I'm excited to check it out. I'm glad because fourteen dollars is crazy, especially when you want to watch a brand new movie opening night. You know? Yeah, exactly. So uh, ten dollars sounds pretty good to me. I'm I'm down for that. Um, but anyways, uh, that's everything on my end. Uh, have a fantastic day, guys.